0: But for what I think now, and for many of us, we have been kind of, that's not enough to have a lot of money, have a car, have a house, have a functional life. We have, need to have a meaning. We need to have a purpose.
1: Oh, hi, this is Shashi from Tantra Made Easy. I'm excited today to be chatting with my friend Paul, uh, because we're talking about a topic that really needs to be spoken about. So the topic that we're going to talk about is about the masculine and and, and men and how men can find their role. And in particular, looking at at the light of things that have come recently like this, the the Me Too movement, toxic masculine. So this is what we're going to unpack today how can we find the new man so welcome
0: thank you thank you yeah it's a spicy topic and a little bit emotional charged with the like toxic masculinity around me too and and what is that and 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 to yeah to have a deeper understanding of it so i'm curious with your questions and the conversation we're going to have around that
1: yeah, you know, I mean, I'm so used to to women's groups and there we often talk about how the power structures that we've all been under have been patriarchal and they're not very women-friendly and you know, there's a lot of talk about like this in women's groups. And you know, I I started to wonder um what's the what's the effect of the of this uh, you know, of these ideas that are spreading around on, on a on a man being in a man's body, like as women, we're like, well then we're the goddess and we're gonna awaken our feminists <laughs> and find female leadership. But I'm curious where does it leave men? So could you share a little bit about, you know, what's going on inside men's groups?
0: Yeah. First of all, I think um your women are a little bit ahead of us. You you are used to coming together to support each other, to empower each other. And and it's kind of that is accepted but i feel a lot of man it takes a lot of courage for a man first of all to reach out his hand to say like i'm not fixing my life i'm i have struggles i have difficulties so first of all it's like to, for a man to actually come to a group then he has often done some work on himself for some time because first of all he wants to do the work himself he wants to fix it himself. he's scared of showing his vulnerability mm-hmm. and I think that is where men are really hurt it's like still there is this conditioning of you're gonna be strong you're gonna be a man you're gonna fix things and and to let go of that shield that Actually, inside of myself, I'm fee- I I have some emotions. <laughs> it's like most men are out there and want to perform. They want to perform at work. They want to earn money. They want to get their life going, and they want to have perfect woman and family and whatever. So all they're playing a role out there, and to come into the emotional, coming into the body is is a journey, mm-hmm. because if i'm actually starting to tap into my body i see that there is a lot of emotions in here there's a lot of wounding hurt and it needs a lot of safety and security for a man to dare to open that mm. to to open up to that vulnerable space and that's why in the men's group we yeah we start maybe with some sharings and and how it is to be a man and and I think most men are quite lost in what it means to be a man and a conscious man and a real man. Mm-hmm. But just bringing that topic in is bring some energy, yeah. and and then we're going more on the journeys. And then it's easier for us to kind of fight a little bit using the masculinity and like play with a little bit of of that strength and uh, and yeah, some fighting whatever before the next layer can kind of come out and, and really open up to more of the vulnerability and the emotional part and the, the, what is difficult in life. So, so I think also men are hurt by the old way of being, the patriarchy or what you want to call it, but it's we have not learned to embody ourselves. We are not learned to to uh, actually embrace our bodies and our emotions.
1: So you're seeing that the old school, let's call it the old school system. I think sometimes when we call it patriarchal, it sounds like it's men over women. But my experience has been that it's, it's just a competitive power structure that doesn't really serve everybody. It kind of serves a few people on top. And, but it doesn't really serve anybody, even the people who are on top because um, the price that people have to pay to reach that top is usually so huge. And like you're talking about, it's often the emotions, it's the heart, it's like compassion and feeling and all of those beautiful things that make life so wonderful is often what people have to sacrifice in order to like make it in the old school structure. Mm. So, yeah. So I'm hearing you saying that, that for men also um, it's, it's, it's not serving them but it's probably harder for them to start coming out of it than for women because you know they're they're sort of fixed in it in a kind of rigid way maybe more than women are
0: yeah it's it's like there is women are you can be strong now and and you can have a career and, and that is accepted but it's like, as my uh, old Tantra teacher was like dressing in women's clothes is not accepted. Or being feminine, <laughs> being a wimp, being a new age wimp or being too much emotional is also often not accepted. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot of courage to, for a man to, to cry. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's, it's so long in, but when men are together in a safe environment, and open up that and and open up to this vulnerability it's, it's so much beauty there's so much and there's so much strength in there as well of acknowledging that and and coming deeper in and then I feel like there the man can also rise if he embracing both the masculine and the feminine mm-hmm. and coming more into his heart and down fully grounded and fully embodied in his balls and in his feet then you can see a man is kind of strong from inside and out, not from outside and empty inside.
1: Mm, Great. So you're really talking about like finding a a sovereignty in a way where men have to embrace their inner feminine, their feelings, their vulnerability, but not at the expense of their masculine, right? Like then integrate it together with their strength, their balls, as you put it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think that's always a problem. Like I hear a lot of women saying, "You know, oh, the, well, we've got this idea of the snag, the sensitive new age guy. You know that that men go spiritual and then they're all soft and feely, but they don't grab a woman anymore and you know kiss her, throw her to the bed, and all the all the things that that many women long for or that turn them on. And so it's it's a tricky thing to to find a way to integrate those. Because you know, yeah. I mentioned before the Me Too movement, right? Like how are men dealing with that? Because you're, I see you're so caught because in one way we say, well, we don't want you all just sensitive and then you're feminine and you agey. But then if you do take that risk to um, initiate or grab a woman and kiss her, you know, you might get called called out on the Me Too. So it's, I guess it's a very difficult time for men to navigate, right?
0: yeah and i think that is the challenge if if men are being afraid and pushed into a corner and and not daring to actually be himself he then we will see more porn addictions and and actually the swing of the archetype will actually come more so if you kind of suppress your sexuality for or your emotion for a long time then boom the the swing will come or the other way and then more more me too or more uh more brutal things or or more porn which i think we see is also growing so yeah it's a challenge uh but i think some of that me too was too much and and uh, i think maybe on the expense of the man and and uh, but some some was also needing to change from the man's role so the man can also use it as an invitation to okay i need to work on my sexuality i need to first of all own my own sexuality and that's very few men who actually do uh to be able to keep and circulate the sexual energy and and being conscious and yeah it's a vulnerable process to approach a woman or or daring to get closer and it is a challenge but i need to allow myself to feel that i'm afraid i'm scared and become more authentic with my own sexuality Mm. and i think instead of going on top of it and i think that's that's the problem with me too it's like you most or men are not in touch with they are empty inside and then they feel some sexual desires and they just act on it unconsciously or Mm. grabbing or whatever because they have not learned to to be in their body. They're not learned to make love to themselves. They're not learned to they have been using porn. They have it's like op, ob, objectifying the women. And that's how we have been conditioned as as a boy and how we are masturbating, how we yeah, as I said, watching porn or whatever. It's it's an external sexuality, it's the women out there which are gonna turn me on instead of i can turn myself on mm-hmm. by embodying my own sexual energy and and so if i'm there
1: you're bringing men then, into the sensations in their body instead of into the fantasy in their heads
0: yeah so if they can go here and it's like wow uh, you're such a juicy woman i love you if i talk from my balls and it's like wow you are so sexy today it's like wow i love the way you smile and love the way you dress love the way you look at me what if, you, if i'm they're coming from my embodied presence then i think most women will not feel so offended by it mm-hmm. it's when when i'm coming to steal something you feel that in the energy
1: mm. oh i love that so it's not about the actual words it's about where it's coming from inside and the same words, like, you're gorgeous. It might be, like, you're gorgeous and I'm trying to get something. Or it might be, I'm grounded in myself and I'm celebrating your gorgeousness. I think you're yeah. totally right there. Like, I do think that women can feel the difference.
0: Yeah. But then I need to go on a journey myself to own that. And and there's a lot of shame to be rejected. <laughs> like, if I do dare to say, like, what I say, said to you was like, then... Oh, how would you react? And I think many men have experienced to kind of being shamed or like, oh, who do you think you are? What, what is this? So then he kind of hide it and he's afraid of exposing that hurt or that wounding. Mm-hmm. So I hold it back and I don't dare to uh, <laughs> feel it. So then I go on top of it and then I'm grabbing instead because I'm just scared to embrace my own fear of being rejected.
1: Mm. so how do you work with men with that like how do you how do you help them to move from grabbing to (laughs) you know conscious connection
0: yeah first is like i do more a little bit physical work and uh, and uh, do something i call the wildman workout which is a combination of more masculine practice and also shaking and going into the vulnerability and from there with meditation and, and, and breathing exercises, helping them to come in touch with their emotions and daring to share it, daring to be with it. And then we're going into the sexuality and, and how to touch myself. It's like, how can I actually start making love to myself? How can I masturbate in a different way, leaving porn, and seeing if i can turn myself on more and and learn another way of masturbating and keeping your sexual keeping their sexual energy for for days and maybe weeks maybe months even to to f- feel how that is and suddenly there are Non ejaculation, so they're so aroused and it's like, Wow, I'm full of energy. What should I do with all this? You know, are you making me crazy? <laughs> <laughs> but this is life force. And if I can kind of relax into that and channel my energy and even have full body orgasm, if that's maybe take some time, but but to really open and owning your sexual pleasure, you then you're owning your masculinity and your femininity, and then it's more about serving than to to take mm-hmm. or 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 take taking consciously you can also do
1: right which is a different thing it's no longer creepy it's um uh, yeah it's a different thing just back to porn as you mentioned it um you know as you, and you mentioned of course it's it's something that's growing and something that disturbs me is seeing it's getting more violent and you know um and and you know I'm curious uh, how how do you support men to to shift from a porn addiction into a more healthy embodied sexuality. Do you have any? Do you have any?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I I explain it and I think if if you call it out, I think most men feel that they lose energy. It's like they lose presence. They they are not feeling so good afterwards. And also after an ejaculation, it's like it takes a lot of courage to say like after i had sex with my partner for some time afterwards i don't want to even touch her i don't want to lie next to her i just want to sleep but this is kind of a hidden shame for a lot of men Mm -hmm. and if you're using porn as well you feel it afterwards when you have been coming and and uh, feel your all these women in your head and and it's kind of you're tired and and like ah it's it's you'd feel that this is not supporting me to become a better man you i think most men can so it doesn't take but it takes maybe a step to come to that kind of conclusion that you're willing but but most men feel that i think
1: Right, so it's really just a matter of being conscious about it, talking about it, and and obviously talking about the alternatives, like you already spoke about feeling your own pleasure, touching your own body, getting embodied, and that I don't think mainstream society really gives that option. It's like porn or nothing, porn or watch TV or read a book, you know? It's like either you're sexy with porn or you're completely sexless, And, and what I'm hearing you offer is like, no, there's another option conscious yeah. sexuality
0: yeah and the and the beauty is like what i hear is like when men are starting to own their pleasure so for instance they have been in a relationship and then the woman haven't been willing to have sex with them for a while and that's sometimes the reason why they come you know or like there is a breakup or a pharaoh breaking up or and then they starting to come back into their own body. Okay, I'm gonna work on myself and uh, own my own pleasure and learning a new way to make love to myself. And then when they do that, they become also so much more attractive. It's like what the women are suddenly, it's like when they say, I don't need you anymore for my, for you, for my pleasure, it's like, I, can, I, I enjoy my own body. And then suddenly the woman comes, what happened to my man? He's, he's so much more sexy now and, and I want him. And it's like almost like he can be waiting for the woman to, to actually come and, and uh, being willing to explore him. And then it becomes a bonus if you have your partner there uh, instead of that. Is, I'm always lacking that from outside or from my partner. So.
1: I think this is a very good reason for anyone, any man who's listening or watching to this to consider moving away from the old habits <laughs> and discovering a little more about tantric sexuality. And I and I totally agree. Like, I think, you know, my experience of being around guys coming to tantra events, but when they're new, there's this graspy, needy, scanning, searching, and, and you just as a woman, even unconsciously you have your guard up against that because it's just so much coming at you. And then when you meet the man who's been practicing tantra and he's just like holding himself and but radiating his sexuality, it's so much easier and safer as a woman to to go play with that, to go approach that.
0: And I wanna say like from the man's perspective, it's like most men has such a deep or long they we have that conditioning that we need to perform. We have that pressure that we should be a man, we should initiative sex. We should, if it's, if we don't have sex, it's our fault. If it's not good sex, it's our fault. So it's like a lot of shame and guilt and, and like, and to leave that, you know, no, I'm gonna, now I'm gonna enjoy my pleasure. I'm not caring about you. I'm gonna take myself first. Mm. And as I said, then. He becomes more attractive, and then the woman can come in. And when they're having sex, then he is enjoying as well because that's what most men they are not in their body, they're not really enjoying their sex and uh, the traditional way. So
1: it's a funny thing, if, isn't it? like you know, we look at porn and, and actually other addictions, we think it's all about pleasure, but people aren't even tasting what they're eating or you know they're just consuming in this kind of frantic way to get it done and i think it's the same with 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 the, with the porn with the with that kind of sex with with food addiction any addiction that there isn't actually true pleasure in it
0: that's it so so to it can be so much more pleasurable for the man for the woman and we can enjoy so much longer than uh, yeah it's this cliche almost like fast food sex and gourmet sex is like you You really enjoy it, you really enjoy each other, and you use that to to really taste it in a deeper way mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> if you had
1: your gourmet meal then you you never want to go back to the fast food right <laughs> no
0: <laughs>
1: so so if a man starts to make these shifts. Uh, presumably even though a man might just be thinking of changing his sexuality I I assume it changes so much more about him what are you seeing in men or in yourself you know as you do this journey into tantric practice how does it change you as a man
0: Mm, yeah it's so many ways first of all it's like I think physically you, you become better emotionally mentally and then you open also to the spiritual realm and feeling more happy joyful so it's like by the, um, by practicing non-ejaculation and all this other kind of practices and, and embodiment practices it's almost like you can have a full tank of energy it's like before there was always in my body it was like always some wounding some pain uh it's like i'm running after life instead of coming from a happy place joyful places like what do i want to do today so it's like you 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 feel like you're growing and you're taking steps towards uh what you really love doing and and deeper meaning and deeper purpose and and sharing that uh, with others so it's and you meet new people and so it's it's an interesting way of living it takes some time to do it and the more committed you are in your practices the, the faster you can go but uh, yeah it really changed my life and uh, from changed my work life uh, relationships and yeah purpose everything
1: i was going to ask about relationship so you know like what do you think shifts i know it's a big question but just in a kind of general way what do you perceive shifts in the way that that men or you relate to women
0: yeah first of all it's like that less neediness less having wanting and more it's more like from a place of being home in my own body i'm not wanting to, to give myself away to get something so it's like trying to be more serving but it's i also want to say like because i've been on the tantric path and um Uh, there's a lot of with tantra a lot of open relationships a lot of sexual partners and i went through in one way uh, a stage of that and i was in a relation open relationship and it can i don't say that open relationship is not good but i think a lot of people playing a little bit too much with the fire around the open relationship and especially if they haven't done a lot of work and are willing to do a lot of work on themselves Mm -hmm. so so i was in an open relationship and in my tantra school and yeah it was a lot of sex it was a good way of open my sexuality but what i think we really want is deeper loving committed relationships which can grow over time and 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 which yeah where we respect each other and in the window of tolerance and in where there's not so much triggers and not so much escaping from the relationship and what's, what's really there. So, yeah, so there I'm, uh, I'm waiting still to call in that partner, which is willing to go on that journey with me. So, uh, <laughs> but I
1: I, I, I think that's a good way to look at it, to look at polyamory as like a stage. And, you know, I was talking about it with some friends last night, like, it's not, it's, it's not an end point but it can be a stage of growth but we have to be careful not to get too sucked in because yeah i agree with you i think ultimately we are looking for that depth
0: yeah and uh yeah it's uh open relationship can work but it's a lot of work t- to make it work <laughs> and <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, and it can easily be a way of escaping actually deeper intimacy and and just yeah. having a lot of sexual partners
1: i've seen seen people who can use it for growth and then people who can use it for escapism so it's something to be aware of
0: yeah so i I have said i have like a model around the relationship which i've been making up and it's like there is a there needs to be a balance between the freedom in a relationship and the commitment Mm -hmm. but like i think the commitment parts that we're going to stay together should be a little bit bigger than a need for freedom mm-hmm. so 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 that we value the relationship we value the relationship as the most important thing mm-hmm. and and inside of that we have we need to balance the freedom and and commitment or or intimacy if it's too too in the cocoon it can be also be a little bit dying if it's too much open relationship and too much freedom you destroy the relationship. So,
1: relationship
0: left, yeah. So to find that masculine femininity, uh, fluidity, and do the right practices at the right time, yeah, is because the relationship what? goes in goes <laughs> in ci- cycles. I have a relationship cycle, ah. so it's going through different phases. Mm-hmm so sometimes we are in this cocoon and all is loving we have all this tantric sex and deeper intimacy and then other time when the autumn come it's like uh more cold and the triggering coming and the shadows coming so so we need to have tools and technique how to face these when these things are coming up which i think also is the purpose of our relationship that We're going to heal these old parts of ourselves, which is not longer serving us and not serving the relationship. And that's time to let it go. But to consciously do some shadow work in the relationship there is, is uh, I think the beautiful practice we can do as well, as well as all the connecting practice of Tantra.
1: Yeah. 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 And it somehow it it happens even if people aren't expecting it. Even if people think they're just going to learn some great sexual techniques. <laughs> it comes yeah. Out of the
0: yeah, that's where, because you are in the committed relationship there. And it's like, I almost like want to, because to going through this almost like death rebirth cycles mm. where you almost like, I, I can't be with you if, if this continue or, this part of me needs to die. I really need to face myself here and also value myself. But there is sometimes these things coming up in the relationship and it can be really painful. Yeah. But I think we need to dare to speak about that. It's like sometimes I fucking want to kill you. I want to <laughs> It's like, ah, it's all that. And uh, But to first do my own shadow work and maybe get some support, but to find there where you can have a rebirth of the relationship Mm. and then a deeper commitment again and then the love enter again in the relationship. So so this- I love
1: the idea of looking at cyclically. I mean, like in our committed relationship, as you refer to it, it is cyclical anyway, because we have months together and months apart and months together and I love that, you know, and he's off doing stuff with with his brothers and, and I have a month just with women because I'm teaching women's groups and i i so love this i i like we didn't design it but if i were going to design a relationship i would now put that in like twice a year whew, have some time apart come more into your sovereignty then come back together and that cyclical quality it like it keeps the life flowing without stagnation so it just happened yeah, because by then,
0: accident <laughs> <laughs> lucky you <laughs> cuz then you start to feel that you're missing him you know and then yeah. but if you had been there 24-7 which maybe some in the lockdown now is like oh I need some air to breathe you know I need some space (laughs) So so to find that balance and and we might be different there, like partners as well
1: yeah you know what we've been doing in lockdown we had a tiny little villa in Bali beautiful but tiny but we would go to opposite ends of the swimming pool all day and I would be doing my work and he would be doing his and then we'd meet at dinner and be like how is your day you know we needed we needed to feel like we were having space even though we actually had <laughs> a whole month in this tiny villa
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had to create two worlds we couldn't just be together doing everything together all day it's like you know you need that yeah. space.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we- too much of everything is can be too much huh? <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs>
1: So you were sharing earlier that um, before we started the interview that you've been looking at masculinity, obviously you work with it and you're talking with so many men. So you're really seeing it and you came up with um, a model of, of seeing stages of like evolution, if you want, of the masculine. I thought that was really Mm. fantastic. Would you like to share what that looks like?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would love to. Uh, I see it like a, a model of five level of consciousness so so if you talk first about uh, the first level which it's like if you say toxic masculinity it's really toxic it's like going to the war i'm willing to kill for what i believe in i'm willing to kill you or kill a lot of people to to it's quite primitive <laughs> it's kind of very but it is a part of the human psyche mm. and um and uh yeah so there is there's still war there are still dictators and there's still people who are willing to kill other people to stay in power Mm. and and to do do any means to, to to stay in power and then it's like the second level of of consciousness then uh it's more like domination so it's more like it can be physical things, but it can be more emotional things. It can be more, I am better than you, and I have the right to to make you almost like slave. You, I can make, or like what what you had like before, like in uh, in some societies, like David Deida talk about first stage, where I am as a man, you are a suppressed housewife, and I I have the right to dominate it because you I'm a man and you are a woman, so. You need to obey me, mm-hmm. and it can be like bosses in, in businesses you can have that way of being, and you are willing to drain people emotionally and and uh, mentally and spiritually in order to to grow. And for me, because I am better than you, mm-hmm. and um, and then I think we have been more in the third level of of consciousness where we are more functional we want to play by some ethics <clears throat> some rules and we want to find a way of working together communicating and and being and growing together and 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 being um successful together having a home having being functional human beings mm-hmm. but for what i think now and for many of us we have been kind of that's not enough to have a lot of money have a car have a house have a functional life we need to have a meaning we need to have a purpose so when we awaken our spirit we 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 longing for deeper meaning we're longing for deeper connection we're longing for something more it's like and, and that starting to go on that spiritual journey i want look looking for more deeper inside of myself as well and like i'm getting curious who am i really and can i develop myself can i get to know myself so I'm starting on that inner journey and and uh and doing all kind of practices and i'm doing things to more to to help other people i'm maybe going for red cross or i'm looking for a job which uh, maybe can solve the environmental I'm I'm looking for more ethical things or ethical leaders i can work with or so that is more the value is getting more important and the fifth level of consciousness where hopefully we can go more and more is like when we have enough when we have and that's kind of living my life purpose and soul purpose So i'm living fully who i truly am but i'm there to serve and i'm seeing you as me and we are here together we are not here to compete we are not here to take we are not here to to uh, abuse each other we are here to serve we are here to love each other Mm. and we are here to lift each other and then it's like i am fully sovereign in my own body and I still have an overflowing. I just see but that to see you grow makes me grow. Mm-hmm. See you happy makes me happy. And we are there to kind of bring the king and the queen <laughs> out of each other and, and building that kingdom together. If you talk about the relationship mm-hmm. or supporting each other as a women or a men's group, you're supporting each other to build community to, wow, to see you going out there and sharing your gift fuck that makes me happy it's so cool <laughs> it's like yes you too and there is room for all of us because we are all unique we have all our own special journey we have been going through and some people are attracted to you somebody to me or somebody else there is more than enough people that needs to lift their consciousness up to to this level and that's what i hope that we can grow more and more into and and then men and women can be uh, amazing together and men and men and women and women and that's where the purpose of these men's and women's circles i think to to love each other and not compete and and to to practice that
1: Mm -hmm. so really shifting from like power old power structures really domination control bullying abuse from all these things into a a place where we're more looking at sovereignty the king the queen the sovereignty sovereignty also i like this word because it's about having a balanced inner masculine and feminine and being in your own sovereignty and being able to come together with others from there i i love your model as a way of looking at at how we should move towards new models of leadership it's not just about masculinity but i feel that that this is what we're needing globally and and this is coming up for everybody during this crisis right because the leaders are mm. responding in all mm. sorts of ways and we're really seeing that and feeling that as people uh what we might otherwise ignore as we get on with daily life it's a very visible yeah. i think that i think that there is an urgent need for more um more models of leadership Unfortunately, I feel that that all of our leaders Mm. need to like stop doing their jobs and go and do tantra workshops for ages though. (laughs) I'm not not quite sure how they're going to get it otherwise.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and also like, I want to say like, it's not like you are all the time on this fifth dimension. It's like you are, it's it's especially uh, as a man, I want to go there right now, you know, And, and I'm there, but sometimes I can go.
1: To slip third back.
0: <laughs> uh, slip back to the second level and like oh fuck i want to kill you first level you know it's like so it's like but that's to have practices and tools and, and to not spiritual bypass it either so so it's that's where the modern leader is like it's still alive this war consciousness and this still alive in me mm-hmm. and and i bring a little bit every day i'm bringing out the fighter i play with it mm. to keep to cleanse my, my body and to live it as a living practice.
1: Mm-hmm. And also you're talking about consciousness around it as well. Like there's one thing to be the fighter and be totally identified with it and attacking the world and not know that you're stuck there. And it's another yeah. to be someone who can one day, one moment be meditating and another be, be acting out the fighter, but know that you're going there. And I think that makes all the difference, you know, just having consciousness of where we're at. You know, Like you say, it's not about bypassing it and, and being at the top level all the time, but just noticing where we're at, having that lucidity, it's like yeah. such a big difference.
0: And that's what I love. I love to play with all of this. Levels of consciousness is like in the wildman work, and sometimes we go in the fighting and I play with it, and it keeps me alive. And it's like, Yeah, ah, <laughs> and as a man, we love that, you know. Yeah. And then, okay, then the next moment, sitting and meditating, peaceful, yeah. and and I'm like, Wow, then you have the
1: full All spectrum, the-, the full spectrum. Yeah. Well, I so hope that some of our world leaders are going to end up at your workshops or doing your online courses or just finding this work. Wouldn't that be great? I'm going to hold that vision.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to. I also want to step up more to, to serve more leaders in that way. I think we need, we need leaders who are done their inner job and inner work. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and we need spiritual... Uh, teachers to take leadership as well yeah. to yeah. to to dare to take to have a voice into the world so that's that's the invitation to the tantra community as well okay. and it's like Mariana williamson she's kind, of, yeah. she's kind of going on the stage going for presidency a president in the united states so it's like we need that that people as well she's inspire yeah. us there too
1: Yeah, we do. You're so right. It needs to be integrated. It's not, you know, much as we love our little tropical islands where we can all hang out. The world that needs this work, (laughs) and ultimately we're all the same. Like we're all innocently born into the same distorted power structures. You know, it's. I don't think people are inherently evil and bad. I think we're just stuck in power structures that are that have abuse and violation and domination and and competition all these things are just built into the structure and you may mm. never know that there's any other option but i think right now people are looking for other options and so it's yeah. important that we that we put the message out there for people to find
0: beautiful so, beautiful
1: thank you so <laughs> much for yeah thank you Putting <laughs> your great work out there and uh, with this video, I'm going to make sure that I put links to where people can find you.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. I, I love this conversation. It was really, really nice to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs>